Shart International presents Fresh Talk, conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, Fresh Art producer. Today's Fresh Talk features Jean-Auric Desert and Trenton Doyle Hancock. Both artists are included in Radical Presence, Black Performance in Contemporary Art. The exhibition was curated by Valerie Cassell Oliver for the Museum of Contemporary Arts in Houston. Radical Presence is now appearing in New York City. Some of the show's performance events will be featured in New York's Performa this November. I met Jean-Hurique Desert in Berlin. Born in Haiti, he lived in the U.S. and France before migrating to Germany. Jean-Hurique considers it an advantage to be displaced. So first time around, uh, by moving to America, I brought a wealth of cultural baggage with me and my family to America. And moving to Europe, I've now brought that bag and the additional bag of the American cultural baggage with me. Um, it's kind of a collection of sorts. And that really allows me, as well as um, other people who have migrated for multiple reasons, I think a certain insight into the new places that we come to, because everything's fresh. Paris had some, um, some rather deep surprises for me. By moving to France, uh, I essentially was moving into a situation in which the, the presence of the colonizer would reemerge in my life. Um, and this both uh, was discomforting as well as comforting, actually. Uh, there were many, many more things that I can say uh, from my history we, uh, my family, can share with French cultural environment than we did with Americans. Um, so this brought comfort. The discomfort <laughs> is what brought me to Berlin, that discomfort of uh, this history being all too present and perhaps at times, not all the time, but at times uh, restricting the work that I make. You have said that your practice may be characterized as what you call visualizing conspicuous invisibility. And as someone who's in other cultures constantly placing yourself in cultures outside the one you were born in, I'm curious how that does it manifest in Negerhosen? Um, I think that, um, no, I think I know <laughs> that the reason that I, I speak about conspicuous invisibility is because this is a condition that I think that uh, many people uh, might be able to relate to, particularly if you are a person of color in a uh, European white dominant um, culture. You are both uh, conspicuous and you are uh, made to feel and at times are rather invisible. And so um, I've, uh, I've brought an element of that um, into my work by trying to 
uh, play with that. So in this particular piece, it was perhaps um, because I was insufficiently invisible and um, um, attacked um, while visiting Germany, actually, for an installation that I was doing. And um, I thought that perhaps uh, this uh, odd string of events in which um, someone was chasing after me and screaming and wanting to cause physical damage, that I would react to it in this creative way by, perhaps in an absurd way, choosing a image of um, a kind of German stereotype of the happy German man in his Lederhosen. So um, I thought that um, uh, perhaps uh, as a conspicuous body, um, I might go towards invisibility by wearing uh, a kitschy um, local outfit. That said, um, uh, I made certain that there were a variety of details in that particular uh, performance piece uh, that um, uh, registered in a rather profound way. Jean-Éric had more to say about his mode of performance in Negerhosen 2000. I think that she chose my work um, because it stands apart um, from some of the other um, choices and uh, because of my location, particularly here in uh, Germany. There will be um, something like about 50 um, imaginary postcards um, from the moments that I did it. Um, they're all images taken by other people. So, in fact, the people who are experiencing the project are uh, contributing to the piece by, in fact, being the documenters um, and other ephemera that will be there um, as well. So I think that she's strategically using this uh, work because it speaks of a uh, different experience using a, uh, the mode of performance to express a variety of um, complex um, ideas uh, that sometimes have to do with uh, race and culture um, and st stereotyping on every which way, because in the Negerhosen 2000, as I said, since I'm wearing a pair of actually Caucasian-skinned lederhosen, uh, I am also playing uh, with stereotypes, but I'm instigating them. Back in the U.S., I met Trenton Doyle Hancock. The Houston-based artist talked to me about the importance of failure. I think there's an emphasis on failure in my work. And I think without failure, you can't have any real achievement or growth. So I do express that somehow within the, maybe the story arcs or the, the character, something within that character that's a kind of a fatal flaw uh, or a fatal flaw even within the material that I use and how that material is, is placed down next to something else that alludes to um, this thing wins over this, or this is a, an extremely pathetic ratio here of paint to canvas or, or something. So that I think I've internalized this idea of 
um, it's almost like the, the self-deprecating comedian. Like even within how I put the paint down, I want there to be something expressed as human. Uh, and to me, being human means being vulnerable and being, uh, I guess, somewhat fallible or something. Your sense of language and color has been described as musical. Last night you sang at the Contemporary Arts Museum mm -hmm. here in Houston. Tell me about what made you want to sing. Um, I mean, I've sang all my life. I grew up, you know, in the church. My father was a minister and mother was the choir director. So in my whole family, uh, like my cousins and immediate uncles and aunts and stuff are professional gospel musicians um, in and around the Dallas area. So music has always been part of my life, but it's always been somewhat separate from my art life. And I've, I'm so adamant about absorbing and bringing all of this other stuff into the paintings, but that's one thing that's been curiously left out. Acting out these kind of poetic and meaningful gestures has always, I think, been part of my practice too. Because to me, acting out or um, role-playing or becoming my characters uh, is a way for me to believe in the characters that I'm painting or inventing. And um, I guess it's like method acting in a way. It's like it totally immerse yourself in this in that world, be the thing, and then you can, without any guilt, express the idea through paint or promote it. You can use the painting as a promotion for this larger idea because it's you. And um, so performance has been a big part, but even within the performance, music has been left out of that. So I just, I felt like it was time uh, and I was given this opportunity at the Contemporary Arts Museum to uh, restage this performance from 15 years ago. And I thought, well, I don't want to do it the same way I did it then because it doesn't, I've grown and I, there's just no reason I would do that. It would feel empty. So it, the, the performance had to grow. And I think in that growth, there was something, a risk I had to take. It's like, well, you gotta get up there and do this thing that in church, when I sang, there was no risk. You know, it's like everyone's, it's a loving environment. Everyone else is singing and it's for this greater cause. And, but it's like, well, what is that gonna mean when I transfer that over to this new setting? And so I, I still haven't answered that question yet for myself, so I can't answer it yet, but um, yeah. It, and it's very new. I mean, this happened last night, so it's... Uh, but even while I was up there, I was thinking of the possibilities for future performances. Like, I'm still in the mask, I'm still, you know, jello's still rolling down my face, and I'm like, what? How can I do this again and add something new to it? Here's Trenton performing devotion at the Museum of Contemporary Arts in Houston.
just heard Fresh Talk, a feature with Jean-Uric Desert and Trenton Doyle Hancock, two artists involved in radical presence, black performance, and contemporary art. With this episode, for the first time ever, we present Fresh Talk Uncut. We're broadcasting our original field recordings with Jean-Uric and Trenton. Our site features conversations with curator Valerie Cassell Oliver and two other Radical Presence artists, William Pope L. and Papo Colo. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. More soon on FreshArtInternational.com. <laughs>